0: what is up everybody welcome to another episode of outside the litter box after weeks plus hiatus so i'm starting back up the podcast episode stuff again because um the classes that i've taken this semester have now lessened. Um, and now I have a little bit, just a tiny bit more time to talk on a mini so microphone all by myself in my room with people listening to me, um, through their phones and in their cars and all that jazz. So anyway, I hope you didn't miss me too much because I've definitely missed just talking on a microphone and, you know, um, saying all these opinions I got inside my brain and, you know, all of that. Um, this episode today will be about dating and relationships. It is actually inspired by Daisy. Um, she is one of my classmates in my program at school and we hung out today and i met her for like the first time um after (laughs) two years of literally like going to online school together and knowing of each other's existence but not actually being in close proximity of each other's uh, existence so that's something (laughs) that happened today but anyway um yeah we were chatting away and um she just wanted like some relationship advice um because i've been with mine for literally like five years basically this coming august and she just wanted to know like how the heck does that happen like how the heck do people achieve you know dating somebody for such a long time and as we were chatting away i literally just was thinking to myself oh my gosh i like i keep telling her all of these you know all of this advice and i'm just like oh my goodness this is a beautiful podcast episode because um, I was just like, you know, hitting her with all these like um, advice from left to right and I'm just like, oh, I feel like more people should uh, hear this. So anyway, so dating and relationships, what I mean by this is the overall arching theme of, not theme, topic of the podcast today is how to achieve or get um, or reach uh, a stable and happy long-term relationship. So we're just going to get into it because I don't think you want to hear me yapping all day and not necessarily getting to the point. Anyway, okay, (laughs) so the first one I put down and I remember saying to Daisy was um actually no 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 this is the second one I was gonna say communication but I actually on the train ride home from today's little hangout I was actually thinking the first one shouldn't be communication it should be intention I've noticed well actually Coming from my own experience first, actually, my past relationships um, always lacked intention. And whenever intention was claimed, um, like the type of intention um, between the two of you or between the person and uh, myself wasn't always um didn't always match didn't always add up and you know didn't always like align and I noticed that with you know other people's um relationships as well like when they get in a brand new um budding romance um there's, I, I hear this a lot. Um, I'm just referencing off of the, you know, reality TV shows that I watch sometimes um, where <clears throat> people are like, yeah, we'll just see where this goes and we'll just take it from there. Uh, I mean, I'm not bashing the whole idea of just going with the flow, because sometimes you got to go with the flow, and sometimes it does work to your advantage in certain situations, but I just believe that, you know, if you want to not lose somebody in a matter of months or a year or like two years, you gotta set the right intentions like the like the minute you know he asks you to be your girlfriend or once the relationship is like um established like in the the need for intention is so crucial because once intent the intention is set that's kind of like your miniature sized or like your budding foundation of what your love could be in the next like four years so yeah like some people's relationships i feel just always start with yeah we'll just see where this goes that to me isn't necessarily like a great intention like a a, an. That isn't a great established intention that's, like, set in stone that could inevitably, like, yeah, that could inevitably uh, direct both of you to a stable and happy place um, where you'd be ending, where, you know, where you'd end up dating for so many years and hopefully eventually, you know, getting hitched and all that. So, like, for example, when mine, um, mine and ours, <laughs> I wanted to say it, like, in a stylistic way, but no, when, um, uh, Derek and I, we started hitting it off and, like, he asked me to be his girlfriend, I remember I was really keen and really, like, um, um, Immediate with setting an intention for our relationship um, I remember uh, Telling him that You know, I'm, I'm not I'm not here to fool around like I'm not here. I'm not here to um, Like I'm not here to uh, tolerate like BS Like, I I remember telling him from the very beginning, you know, like, this is serious shit. Um, if you want to continue, you know, dating, like, I'm not here to play games. I need you to be, like, committed and loyal to me and all that. And then I was telling him as well that, um, because, like, this is just me when I date. Like, I... I mean, like, obviously you can't marry, you can't, like, decide um, that you're going to marry somebody after, like, dating them for, like, a month or two. But I was just trying to tell him that my intentions clearly um, during that first year was, if you're going to be with me, like, we need a direction or a goal to pursue like we can't just be together for the sake of being together um and I told him like uh we need to be together to see if we would work as a future like engaged couple and I know that's probably like a lot for some of y'all's listening, you know, because um there's some people who really need to take their time uh in choosing their life partner and like really making those decisions and um really um evaluating their true feelings for another person. But like for me, I was just at the time of my life where I was just really fed up with tolerating like a lot of fuckboys and a lot of um like I don't want to call it connections but I guess I have to because that's what it was but like I was just really done with like tolerating connections that never went anywhere and I was done tolerating people who just didn't I mean obviously didn't see a future with me because they just fucked around but um I was just done I was done like messing around and obviously um I didn't want to get my head in the clouds um but I still wanted to be with somebody that I could possibly imagine a future with because to me that's like that just makes sense like why why the hell are you dating somebody if you're not even um with them uh to consider even just consider like the 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 thought of marriage you know that 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 that's just how i thought um since forever and like some of my other um intentions are just I don't know if you call it intentions, but I guess, um, I guess sensories (laughs) for Derek, um, during our first year together was, um, my family has like travel privileges because my dad works for an airline. So like we travel a lot, um, or we used to because pandemic (laughs) anyway. Um, 2017, okay, that was the, year, the first year me and Derek were together. Um, I remember telling him like, hey, I travel a lot, okay? So, um, you know, I told him just because we're together doesn't mean I'm going to stop traveling just to be with you. Um, <laughs> sounds really mean, but I'm just saying you got to do what you got to do to to create like strong boundaries um and like strong um communication with somebody that you're really interested in that you don't want to lose in a matter of months or a year so that brings me to the next one which is communication (laughs) haha okay I really don't want you guys to see me as the villain for this one, um, because honestly sometimes, you know, if mine and Derek's relationship were a reality show, you, uh, I, I, I would get some, <laughs> I would get a, some hate mail for sure, <laughs> because the way him and I communicate is so crystal clear and so transparent, and so honest, like, brutally honest, to the point where, like, you know, unfortunately, sometimes, it's not all the time, actually, no, it's not even sometimes, like, occasionally, um, both of our feelings will get hurt, because both of us have the tendency to be brutally honest. Um... And I'm very aware that there are people out there who are just sensitive as fuck and who just would rather not experience those moments in life of brutal honesty, but, um, and I'm not even, like, advising, uh, this for the majority of y'alls because, you know, all of us are different, but I'm just... We're reflecting on my experience with my own relationship and i'm gonna try my best to like um kind of deliver this in a way where i'm not like advising to be brutally honest and like be mean but at the same time i want to deliver this as like you know if you want that strong relationship that's stable and and healthy and like happy um there is no room for uh passiveness there is no room for secrets um or mostly secrets um there's no room for um you know reading minds and that's actually a really that was actually a really harsh lesson I learned during our first and second year together so that's that's another story but yeah, communication right? so the way Derek and I communicate um, that could probably help some of y'alls is um, very crystal clear like I said Um, It's very transparent and I freaking love it because um, I'm not saying that I'm not sensitive, but I'm just saying that Derek and I um, We're not really the super duper sensitive types so um, Sometimes in situations like, it, it kind of, like, forces us to say something that, you know, most people would never say. And it is a little bit rude sometimes. But the way that I see it is it's not necessarily as rude if you look the intention that word again, intention of the situation itself like for example um, when Derek and I communicate um, very directly and very assertively um, to the point where sometimes if you're listening in you don't think it's the nicest thing to hear It's, it's those moments when um, one of us is being overdramatic and we need to calm the fuck down. It's those moments when, um, something, uh, really shitty happened in one of our lives and the other, uh, needs to console and comfort the other person, but it's so, uh, crappy that the other person is close to being, um, h- hysterically emotional. Um what else what like when we're planning something big or when we're planning something important and somebody can't make up their mind and like the clock is ticking um other moments uh like um just kind of like heated moments when both of us or one of us has a really bad day and you know with bad days sometimes ego comes up and you're not really your best self and you just want to use someone as a punching bag you know those moments um I really well I always stand up for myself in those moments when Derek has a bad day and he just you know emotionally wants to like pick on somebody um as a little punching bag because he's having he's having a bad day like I always stand up for myself in those moments, and I also teach him to stand up for himself in those moments when it's, you know, when the roles are reversed. I guess, like, advice-wise, in terms of communication to be, like, of reaching the most transparent way possible to communicate where, you know, no one's passive, no one or almost nobody has secrets or almost nobody's expecting you to read their mind like honesty is really the best policy i'm just gonna say this loud and clear though um derek is probably the only person in my life that i can be 110 percent honest with like in terms of like if I don't like something, I'm going to tell him straight, into, straight up to his face. And I can trust that he won't take that personally because he will just know my intention of even suggesting, you know, that thought. Just basically, don't be afraid to either stand up for yourself um, or don't be afraid to just... You know say something when something is wrong um and especially like when you get like this this feeling in your relationship when the other person just keeps repeating like the wrong things um or the wrong behavior um like really don't be afraid to be like actually that is not the way to do it um you know like you're not being your best right now and that is okay because I love you but you need to try to you know do more of the right things because I care about you and I and I just want to see you win or I just want to see you succeed and be the best you can be and all of that jazz and At the end of the day, once you really practice, you know, this um, gorgeous sense of transparency and honesty with the person that you love, and when I say transparency and honesty, I don't necessarily mean like picking on them and saying all of these vulgar, horrible insults to them just to get them... You know, to do what you want. I do not condone that at all. Um, I'm just saying if you see something wrong, um, or if you see like a behavioral pattern in your significant other that's wrong and you don't want that in their life because you think it's gonna, you know, hinder their success and all of that, don't. Don't insult them. Don't make fun of them to make them change. Like encourage them in an assertive way, meaning like, "Hey, babe, um, don't don't do that anymore. That is, that that's that's not cool. You know, you're hurting yourself. You're hurting, you're hurting your career. You're hurting your own life. And if you keep doing that, you know, down the road." You might have to pay the price for that. Um, And I really don't want to see you pay the price for that because once you do, it's going to be a really shitty time. You know what I mean? Like you, you see the care, you see the care in that sentence. Like I didn't use any vulgar insults or any threats to, to, you know, sound encouraging. And that is the beauty of of, uh, assertiveness in loving, stable relationships. The other one is, well now that we're done with that, the other one is going through shitty things will actually spice up your love life especially for couples who are just at the baby stages meaning like the honeymoon stage um which is interesting because y'all are at the honeymoon stage why do you want to go through something shitty right why do you want to ruin why do I want to ruin your fun no it's not it's not that i'm just saying um how my relationship got to 5 years is going through some pretty heartbreaking stress inducing um, uh, sleepless nights of the shittiest life events um, that hit that can hit you like a truck well that basically hit us like a truck um, I I know that um, newer couples at the honeymoon stage, you're just really like blinded by the the fantasy, the the, the flowers and the gifts and the shot, you know, the bed of roses and all that and the dates. But what really spices up a love life, you know, um, just reflecting on the past five years of my relationship is just surviving like what both of you thought um would destroy you if that makes sense um uh i remember like the shittiest thing that derek and i went through is when he had uh, car problems to the point where his car would literally stop in the middle of the street sometimes and it freaked me the fuck out because obviously if you're in the middle of the street like duh you might get hit by a car that time in our relationship was so stressful um derek i remember reached such a low that um, when my family met him, met up with him at his cottage, I've never seen him look so lifeless before because that event in our relationship really tested like our love for each other and when we survived that and basically thrived in it too after the fact, um like it i it, it just made me like really really love him more and really see like this humanity in him that i never really saw before and it made me empower the humanity in him and when his humanity was empowered in my eyes it just made me fall so much harder for him and it made me like never want to let go and it just gave me this beautiful sense of love this beautiful sense of love and respect and honor and just all the beautiful things that like true love uh, offers so the last one because i don't want to go, um, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, last one is basically, um, well, I wrote it down as a female self worth. What I mean by that is ever since the first day of um, our relationship, mine and Derek's, to now, presently, I remind him every single day that I am not dependent on him I do not wait for him unless you know, we're at an event and he's at the washroom and he's my ride <laughs> um I this could sound really mean but um us gals need to really view ourselves as em- empowering mother freaking badass women who you know, like continue to to see ourselves as that, regardless, if we're in a relationship and society says that once we're in a relationship um all of our duties and basically our life is just dedicated to a man the minute we find him like no um i've just always been a very big believer um in identity and what i notice Uh, in terms of like the old way of, you know, dating somebody and then getting married to them, I really noticed that women in general really lose, like start to lose their sense of self and their um, identities once they find somebody to date. Um, They just dedicate their whole entire, what it seems to be their whole entire life for this one individual. Just like relationships in general, you know, um, the, the structure of it, I've just never really agreed with because the way I see it is a relationship is a team effort. So if you only have one person on your team doing all the work and being amazing and all of that and having their sense of individualism that's not fair that's not a freaking team that's a (sighs) freaking what do you call i don't know it's not a team (laughs) and like the way i've always believed it is like if it's if it's really a team effort then both of you need to be full glasses okay um full glasses of a tall chunk of water um to operate at a at a um at an ideal uh team level uh to conquer life uh beautifully basically And just so basically just going back to um, what i labeled the last um, piece of advice for new budding relationships to get to a strong, healthy, stable, long-term relationship is, yeah, literally like female self-worth. I literally tell Derek every single day since the first day that we met is... gonna be really mean hold your ears um i was fine before you and i will be fine without you you see that was (laughs) yes okay that was really mean because it was really direct but i'm just saying it's not like I don't love him it's not like I don't care about him you know it's not like I don't have feelings for him and all that basically me telling him this I just wanted him to know that just because I said yes to be his girlfriend just because I do things for him sometimes doesn't mean that he can't lose me like that i remind him every day that um you know i have a life outside of our relationship as well and that i have no problem walking away if i really need to walk away you know if his actions you know if some of his actions really like you know, affect my mental health like why the hell would i stay i'm destroying my own mental health to be with him if we were going uh, in different directions in life why would i stay you know that's uh like a quote i just um i just encountered like months ago that love isn't just looking at each other it's looking in the same direction you know like if if he wanted to go in a different direction why would i stay cuz pra- from a practical sense that doesn't it won't you know do us any good in the long run <laughs> i know i sound really well, not really, but like I sound kind of cringe and like really mean right now, but I'm just saying ladies, especially ladies, uh, we tend to have this like super duper nurturing factor to us, especially when we get into a relationship where, you know, we really try to, um, really hone, um, our our place our so-called place in relationships where we're supposed to be supportive and like being the caretaker and being the comforter and just you know just acting like our mothers basically and basically i just want him to know that he could lose me um at any second the minute i feel that you know, our relationship is not, is not as, um, prosperous, is not as purposeful, is not, uh, like, if I don't see any success in it anymore, and I just wanted to insert that in mine and his relationship, because I feel like there's too many relationships where the girl is just so dang submissive, um or just waits by the phone, uh, the second she, uh, she can get, uh, to text back her boyfriend immediately or else he'll get mad, um, you know, or just, like, do things so, um, our boyfriends can be happy, so if he's happy, then we're happy, but no, that's not how it works. You have to be happy as well, girlfriend, to make your relationship dynamic as a whole be a happy, healthy relationship. So when I say female self-worth, um, you know, uh, plays into long-term relationships, um, especially mine, I mean like really like Um, view your worth and really see yourself as a powerful freaking woman, um, because you are, and you don't need to be waiting by the phone. You don't need to cook for him every second, every hour, every day. You don't need to do his laundry. You don't need to, like, you don't need to be his caretaker, his babysitter, whatever, you have your own life, you have your own friends, you have your own interests, you know, own it, because you are a human being at the end of the day as well, and a relationship is, should not be the reason why your um, sense of identity um, and individualism that, you know, which makes you such an amazing you, A relationship shouldn't be the reason why you lose yourself because at the end of the day you your sense of identity your likes and your dislikes and your interests and your hobbies and everything about you as you know as a former single woman that that was amazing and that was basically what he you know fell for it shouldn't be taken away it should stay it should stay as much as possible because those characteristics of yourself is what will inevitably make your relationship stronger because you know i bet you a hundred bucks he doesn't have what you have um um, and obviously there are some things that he has that you don't have, but that's the magic of, you know, of a real team effort, um, team, team, blah, team-led relationship or just a relationship that views itself as a team. You know, that's the magic of it. Like really hone and hold on to your individualism. Your individuality sorry because it you, you could put it to really good use um, if you let it stay because it's what makes you remarkable it is what makes you lovely in every way and it is what makes you so special and I just don't think it should disappear just because of him so anyway um, I felt like low-key that was slightly a controversial episode Um, but I will always have my reasons for what I do in my relationship and yeah so anyway thanks again for listening to Outside the Litterbox Box. Um, toodaloo, and I will be chatting with y'alls again because I have less, uh, classes now that I gotta do for school. Okay, bye!